Hey everyone, my name is Eric Escobar, and I'm the Tech Talker. In a recent episode, I talked about smart TVs and all of the features that they included. If you haven't listened to that episode, I recommend checking it out, Tech Talker episode 77 at quickanddirtytips.com. You can find a link to it in today's show notes. In this week's episode, I'll be talking about media centers and set-top boxes that are very similar to smart TVs. But first, this podcast is brought to you by Netflix Instant Streaming. Watch thousands of TV episodes and movies on your PC, Mac, iPad, iPhone, or TV instantly. All streamed instantly to you by Netflix, saving you time, money, and hassle. For your 30-day trial, go to netflix.com slash qdt. That's netflix.com slash qdt. Okay, so what is a media center or a set-top box? Well, these have many features in common with smart TVs. These devices generally have internet connections, can stream services such as Netflix, Hulu, and Pandora, and can give your TV a ton of apps. However, these devices are sold separately from your TV and are attached to it like a DVR, DVD player, or a game console. A set-top box acts as another input into your TV. This can add an extra layer of complexity to your tangle of wires, but it might just be worth some of the added features that you'll get from it. Now, why would you want to have an extra device when you could already have it built into your TV if you had a smart TV? Well, for one, it's a much more economical option. Oftentimes, TVs labeled as smart are priced at the premium because of that. Buying a non-smart or dumb TV and then adding one of these set-top boxes could dramatically reduce the price of your entertainment system. This is because most of these set-top boxes cost around $100, which is far less than the premium that you'd pay for buying a smart TV versus a dumb one. Now, you've probably heard of many of the popular set-top boxes I'm going to mention in today's episode, such as the Apple TV, Roku, and Boxy. So let's cover some of the features that these set-top boxes have. Just like smart TVs, all of these devices have internet streaming video, such as Netflix, and they also have the ability to play content on the internet from various sources. One of the most popular of these devices is the Apple TV. This is because it's relatively cheap at around $100, and it's extremely easy to use, especially if you have other Apple products in your home. I love being able to push video from my smaller devices like the iPad or iPhone to my Apple TV over a wireless network. It requires just a press of a button, which makes it super easy to use. And if you want to know more about this feature, simply type in the word AirPlay into your search engine. Now, one downside to the Apple TV is that your media access is focused on the iTunes store, as opposed to some other cheaper options for purchasing and streaming media. Next up is Roku. I've been a fan of Roku for a long time. It's a super simple set-top box similar to the Apple TV. There are four types of Roku ranging from the price of $50 to $100. All are incredibly simple to use and have all the same channels as the Apple TV, plus a few more. What I really like about the Roku is that it has an app called Plex. This app allows you to stream media from another device on your home network. So if you have a bunch of videos stored on a network drive or another computer, you can easily access those and view them on your TV. This is great if you have an extensive music, movie, TV show, and home movie collection that you want to be able to access anytime you want. And last but not least, at about $200, the Boxy is pricier than the other two options I just mentioned, 
but it has a lot more customizability, which works particularly well if you have an extremely large media collection. The built-in software can organize your media into libraries, where it can download information about the media, and can even connect to your social media for recommendations from friends and family. And what's even cooler is that it has the Apple AirPlay feature built in. There's also an option where you can integrate your live TV with your Boxy, allowing for a more unified experience. I want to thank Netflix Instant Streaming for supporting the show. Okay guys, I don't know if you've ever used Netflix, but it is awesome. Right now, I'm currently watching three TV shows on it that are amazing. I'm just starting Breaking Bad, finishing up Arrested Development, and I'm almost done with Battlestar Galactica, the new one. I love the fact that I can be watching shows on my desktop, and then if I have to go somewhere, I can just hit pause and then follow up with it on my iPhone later on. It's better than DVD quality and streams super fast on almost any internet connection. Heck, ever since I got my Netflix subscription, I've completely dropped my cable provider. All the TV I could possibly want to watch, including TV shows and movies, is all on my computer with zero commercials. And if you happen to be a fan of sci-fi, Netflix streaming has a ton of options for you. You can watch past seasons of Supernatural, MI5, Lost, X-Files, Warehouse, and my personal favorite, The Walking Dead. You can watch all of these great shows and movies while you're using your free 30-day trial to Netflix streaming. That's a free trial of Netflix instant streaming at netflix.com slash QDT. Be sure to sign up today at netflix.com slash QDT. Okay, now the past three options are all great products that work right out of the box. However, if you'd like to save some money, you might want to think about creating your own media center or set-top box from some old hardware you probably have lying around. For example, I was given an old computer that was not very powerful and it was about five years old. It couldn't run most new software, but it could definitely still play videos. I downloaded a free piece of software called XBMC on this old computer, hooked it up to my TV, and voila, I have an awesome set-top box that had a ton of different apps, plus Apple's AirPlay, networked media playing capabilities, and a whole host of other features, similar to that of the other set-top boxes. This would be a great project if you have an old computer, a laptop with a broken screen, or even a Raspberry Pi. Now I'll give you this much. This option is a little bit more complicated, but if you're up for a fun DIY project, you can save yourself a ton of money by making your own set-top box. And with that, here are your four quick and dirty tips on set-top boxes and media centers. One, buying a dumb TV and a set-top box is oftentimes much cheaper than buying a smart TV with the same features. Two, set-top boxes offer almost all of the same features as smart TVs for a fraction of the price. Three, set-top boxes add another device to your TV setup, which might not work if you're going for a sleek design or reduced clutter. Four, if Apple TV, Roku, and Boxy are too expensive for you, Check out XBMC to recycle an old computer you might have lying around the house. Well, that's it for today. Be sure to check out all of my earlier episodes at techtalker.quickandirtytips.com. And if you have any further questions about this podcast or want to make a suggestion for a future episode, post them on the Tech Talker Facebook page. And until next time, I'm the Tech Talker, keeping technology simple.